0: Hey there, Coach Tim here, Spider Juice Technologies, and we got another SEO shorts for you today. Uh, We're going to keep this under the category or the canopy of content marketing, and I'm going to talk about something called virality, viral marketing. And we've all heard that word, and sometimes... It's one of those words that grow on the internet, and not sure if we really know what it means and therefore how to take advantage of it. Uh, Virality is probably first seen when MSN or Microsoft, whatever they called themselves online at the time, uh, created Hotmail. And it's been so long, I think it was them that created it, but that's who owns it now. And um, <clears throat> Hotmail was free email. Well, now everybody expects the platforms to provide some sort of free something to communicate with. And Hotmail uh, was, I, I think the way it worked was you shared it with somebody else in order for them to get it. And people just, uh, and it grew and grew and grew. And it was the first time that we had really seen anything like that, and we just saw it really grow. The probably in recent times, the best real world example of virality was the uh, the ALS ice bucket challenge, and that that went down the line, and people. Just kept going and going, and they made a ton of money with it uh, for the charity. The probably easiest way to think of virality, in, in my view, is: if, Do you remember playing the game Whisper Down the Lane? Uh, I would tell you a story, you tell your friend a story, they tell somebody else a story, and they tell somebody else's story. And the the game changed the story changed at the by the end. the story was uh, partially or significantly different by the time it got to the end. Now <clears throat> that's not necessarily viral, but it's uh, as far as the cause it's but it, it, the whole game is based on virality. Uh, so it's not a natural thing other than it's it's part of the game. Um, But the end is interesting because it it takes on a different form than when it began. You saw that in in the ALS challenge where people actually uh, did not understand the game after a while. Uh, They didn't understand. uh, In fact, I remember somebody, uh, one of the kids, I was taking them to the beach one day, and one of the girls says, oh, well, no, you could... You could uh, donate to anybody, and and you don't have to donate, and so it had lost it its uh, its meaning to some degree. It had mutated. Now I'm circling this around because one of the words that we get a lot that uh, people don't really, I don't think, know the real meaning of is is the word meme. We talk about image memes, and typically, the idea with an image meme is is you. Put up an image, and it says something, some sort of quote, or or something, and and uh, and maybe somebody will share it. Maybe they won't. And <clears throat> the idea of an image meme uh, in social media and internet marketing is to create virality, because a meme, in its truest meaning, is a thought virus. Um. It is a a device that's that's a thought in our brain that passes on like whisper down the lane. It passes on from one person to the other, to the other, to the other. And it mutates like a real virus. Its idea, its whole purpose is is to live. Okay, the whole purpose of a virus, of a, a gene, is to live and to propagate, to, to grow, to uh, procreate, so to speak, right? It, its whole idea is, is survival. And <clears throat> the host... Is not necessarily important. So a real virus that someone gets, the virus can care less if you live or die. Its purpose is to grow and and survive and and um, and spread its genes to its next generation, and then that to the next generation. It is whispering its DNA on down the lane. And so over time it will, it will mutate and change for survival. Um, So in the real world, what, when you're trying to create a meme, you're trying to create a, a virus virality, uh, It doesn't just happen on its own. You have to tap into something uh, emotional. There was just a study that came out the other day. The stuff that really, really uh, gets shared is emotional. And I thought, wow, that's cool. They figure that out after how much millions of dollars for the study and, uh, you know, tell us something we don't already know. No. Because in sales and marketing, we know that stories sell, emotion sells and facts tell and we justify our, our uh, emotions with with logic and rationality. Um, if you don't know that, then we, uh, then you just learn something because that is how the, uh, we as humans act. We all think we, we behave rationally, uh, but we really don't. We do things for emotional reasons and justify it with logic. And uh, and so when you pass something along emotionally and it gets shared, why is it going to get shared? It's going to get shared because it does something called um, com- it rubs a person's confirmation bias. So, an example, what is confirmation bias? Well, it's a fancy term. <clears throat> I'm going to read it from Wikipedia. It's not that fancy. It should make sense. Confirmation bias, also called confirmatory bias or my side bias, is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms one's pre-existing beliefs or hypothesis. Uh, When you start getting into this, you kind of might be bothered at how easy it is to uh, change our own reality. If it's based on a bunch of biases, then how bendy is it? But that's for a different subject or a different time. What I want you to know is just the concept so that's, there's a reason besides just political nonsense that CNN uh, has a different audience than, say, Fox News. Because they are giving their, I call it anymore, infotainment. And please, this is not a political uh, commentary. I'm very good at political commentary. Um and, and making my case, what I'd rather you do is do something that's called uh, third position. And third position is rising up into the sky and seeing everything uh, from above, from God's position or from, bird's position. Uh, First position is my own. Second position is somebody sitting in front of me. And if I have second position, then I would have empathy and I would walk in his or her shoes and and all that. That's good. But to really see everything that's going on, see it from the sky looking down or even from the ceiling looking down upon the situation, and we don't get dragged into the emotions because that person uh, across from me in second position and myself are operating on uh, largely on a hundred percent emotional uh, value and emotions, and we all both have different points of view, different experiences, so our confirmation bias is going to often be different. And so what I like to to point out amongst people who are uh, on teams, right? As humans, we're, we're pack animals, right? We're, we're, we go into community, and the communities are things like church and things like uh, uh, politics, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, Democrat. We all belong to... Something that we label ourselves as, and a lot of times we labor label ourselves as the non label because I'm independent. Well, I just joined the group, right? So, I, I, I first learned this concept years ago. I heard somebody talking about the punk rock music as anti establishment, <clears throat> and what did they do is they created a new establishment to be able to protest their anti-establishment. We can't help ourselves. We have to belong to community. In fact, if we're not belonging in, in, in some sort of social community, we might be a psycho killer. Okay? Um, yeah, it's it's that important. We belong to something. We belong to communities like family, uh, either specific church, you know, First Baptist Church of whatever uh, and the, the the larger church, the the um, Christian community or fundamentalist Christian community, et cetera, et cetera. And um, we're constantly doing that to ourselves. We're we're self selecting. Uh, and so, why is this important? Well, when we see this in, uh, in, in you know in, in demographics, and psychodemographics, and and what at the end of the day, what we're really looking for. What we're really looking for is an opportunity to rub on someone's confirmation bias um, that we're going after. And so a lot of times what's confirmation bias is telling somebody what they, at the rawest level, it's telling somebody what they already know and, and pushing that emotion in uh, an example, something that's weighing very largely on my heart of late is the, uh, is the homeless issue in Los Angeles. 60,000 who are approaching people in L.A. That's L.A. Not doesn't count the other cities. In L.A. are homeless. 60,000 is a city. We literally have a city of homeless people within a city, okay? So even, just doing, saying what I said may have may have pushed you emotionally, and I hope it did because we all have this issue going on. Uh, the other day, I, uh, I put it this way. I, I said to somebody, I said, look, every day we drive, through where I'm at, the city of Torrance or Los Angeles or any of the other cities, and we see that guy or gal on the corner or on the sidewalk walking with their cart. And after a while, we ignore them. We learn to ignore them. It hurts too much. It bothers us too much. What do we do? We feel so hopeless. We feel so so unempowered to do something. It's kind of like those pair of shoes or box you leave in the hallway. And after a a week, you don't even know they're there. You go right past it. That's kind of like what the homeless problem is. And until we no longer leave that box or those shoes in the hallway. Until we put those away and realize we have a mess we left behind, we're unorganized, we're not going to know that those shoes are there. We have to actually go in there and look at the mess and pick it up. We have to be aware again. That's the same thing with the homeless issue. We have to be aware of it we have to let it bother us. We have to let it bother us. So there's an emotional uh, push and I don't I'm not saying it's brilliant. I'm not saying it's the most amazing call to action for y'all to go out and do something about the homeless problem. But it is something that perhaps you'll notice that guy or gal on the corner today instead of just driving by and not noticing the festering wound that is in your community and you're letting it fester. (laughs) Uh, That's emotion, right? And it's not Democrat. It's not libertarian. It's not, it's not uh, Republican. It's human. It's part of the community. We all belong in called our town. Um, and so, if we were to do a viral campaign about that, what? how would we do that? Would we show a child who's homeless uh, looking out at a park of kids playing while he has his bags? It's a different way of growing up, isn't it? Uh, How would we do that? We have to touch on the emotion first. Uh, We have to touch on the bias. We all know that is wrong. It's easy. We're human. So the bias is easy. So... Maybe this helps you understand virality and beyond the tricks that we see today of fake headlines that take, because these guys know that on social media, a lot of people never end up going to the actual article to read. Most people just read the headline. Which is why I advocate to curate. If you really want to make the point of, the, of an article, is to actually curate pieces of an article. And I've, I've actually put entire articles or three quarters of an article into a uh, a Facebook post just to make sure that the um, the the thing gets read, that the point of the article is understood instead of misconstrued through the, the title. Um, And then even put in my own commentary to add the emotional value of it. (coughs) Excuse me. And that's what gets a lot of times gets me a hundred comments on a Facebook post and people just go to town. I'll wake up in the morning and people are riding on it. It's because it, it goes at the emotion. So know the emotion. Know the emotion that you're looking to create, that you want to create that feeling in a person, that you want them to feel. And oftentimes trying to be a lawyer is the first, is is a giant huge mistake we act on emotion and justify it with logic. If you want a lawyer you want to be factual put in drive the car with the emotion and then go ahead and drop the the truth bombs the the, the factuals the attributions to links below it so that you can feel that you're academic. And intellectually honest. But at the end of the day, it is the emotion that will get the attention, right? Remember uh, in um, that movie, (laughs) A-I-D-A, attention is first. And the world is screaming and yelling. And nobody can hear us. What gets us heard is emotion. Remember that, and that will get you your virality. Tim O'Keefe, Spider Juice Technologies. Have a great day.